Hi, welcome to Zoom with Zarni. I'm Dustin Zarni, Democratic Elections Commissioner for Onondaga County. Today is Thursday, August 11th, and my interview guest today is uh, Family Court Judge Julie Cecil. She has been on the bench for 10 years, just completed her first 10-year term. Uh, we have a great interview about the role of family court, what's different in family court as uh, as opposed to uh, you know, regular courts, all the different roles she's done, what she's done on the family court and in our community, and as well as uh, what she hopes to do in the future. Uh, please stay tuned for the interview. Tomorrow, uh, actually today, <laughs> Thursday, August 11th, is the party change deadline. Uh, that is the deadline that, uh, uh, you know, to change your parties. If you have not already put this in at the Board of Elections as of the airing of this episode, it's it's too late. Uh, so the registrations are set. We needed to have those by tomorrow or, or today, <laughs> sorry. And uh, uh, so we, because we need to update our poll pads to get ready for early voting, which starts on Saturday. Uh, this is for the August 23rd primary for the congressional primary. Check out uh, my last two commissioner cars. I really went into the, all the details on that. Um and, uh, you know, make sure you get out and vote. We've already had a brisk uh, absentee ballot uh, period. Uh, you can still get an absentee ballot if you come to the Board of Elections. Uh, if you mail us an application, it may get to us too late, and we may we will try to send it out to you, but it may not reach you in time. And if you have an uh, absentee ballot, remember to mail that back by Election Day. And remember, postage is free on those absentee ballots. So get those out in the mail and get them back to us. Uh, so that's it. Uh, I, I will uh, return you to my interview with Judge Julie Cecil of Family Court running for re-election this year. Enjoy. And we're back. And I'm very happy to have my good friend, uh, Family Court Judge uh, Julie Cecil. She was first elected in 2012 to the family court bench and she's running for a second term. Uh, Judge Cecil, thank you so much for coming on Zoom with Zarni. Well, I appreciate you having me. This is great. So Judge Cecil, uh, you know, a lot has changed in the last 10 years. Uh, and uh, I think what we've seen is the role of the judiciary in our politics and in our everyday life has become more focused, I think, than it was the last 10 years. Um, so I'd like to talk you know, talk to you about your role on the bench. But before we get into that, because I think, you know, judges go into their little sequester for 10 years where you're not really talking to the media all that much, you're not campaigning, I'd like you to remind people about who you are and what you did before you got on uh, the, the bench. Sure. Um, so obviously, um, I was in I graduated from law school in 91, started my own private practice in 93, but, um, you know, lots of different roles um, since I graduated from law school. I worked for a, a farmer out in Janesville, which was really a great experience, uh, Tim Keogh, for a few years. I went and worked for the uh, city um, corporation council. Um, again, for uh, four or five years. Then I went to the county as an assistant welfare attorney. Um, again, another great experience because it exposed me to all different um, individuals that were using our um, county systems in really um, 
understanding uh, the difficulties that they face um, uh, with those systems. Um, then I went to the McMahon Ryan Child Advocacy Center. Um, during my tenure there, I learned really well um, what collaboration was um, with different agencies um, and different groups so that we were able to move a 3,000 square foot building um, and relocate everyone to a 30,000 square foot building to really address um, children and families that are exposed to um, serious physical and sex abuse cases. So it was kind of like a one-stop shop. Um, and there again, I, I think I honed my um, trauma training and trauma experience and hopefully um, learned how to deal with people in crisis and also um, be able to uh, become even a better listener um, during that process. And then um, I took the bench in uh, 20, uh, 2013. I ran in 2012 and uh, took the bench in 2013. Yeah, that, uh, obviously you had a, an extensive background in family practice before you, you took the bench and the voters rewarded you with a 10-year uh, term in 2012 on the family court. Uh, what do you feel like you've been able to accomplish over your first term on the family court? What, or what is the, you know, what has these last 10 years impressed upon you about the importance of family court? I, obviously family court um, is very important. Um, that's where all the, <laughs> any family matters you need to obviously have uh, litigated, um, whether it be custody, visitation, uh, neglect, abuse, um, juvenile delinquents, um, adoptions, child support, all those different things that obviously that are part of family um, conflict and family issues um, do come to family court. I think over the last 10 years, um, we've been able to make some improvements. Um, we still have a lot of things that we need to work on. Um, one of the big things that uh, we did here in family court here in Onondaga County was in 2014, we decided that we we're gonna have one judge be the juvenile delinquent judge. So we could figure out how to do things um, better because we were seeing a, at least an 85% recidivism rate when we were placing youth after they had been um, uh, found um, uh, guilty uh, made admissions. Um, and I was that judge in 2014. So we, again, using my history with collaboration, um, we uh, have collaborated with um, agencies, but also community members to try to figure out how we can do better in, uh, for our youth. Um, family court's a challenge every day. It's something new, to be honest with you. So hopefully um, the people that do come in front of me or anyone else in the family court feels like they're being listened to and hopefully um, getting the, um, the services and the helps that they need. Yeah, I want to, I want to, kind of dial into the family court and, and the and the services you provide. As you said, you were the sole uh, judge for uh, delinquency. Uh, uh, and and uh, But I, I know that you, you deal with, there's a lot of things that come before family court. I don't think people realize just how many areas of uh, law family court deal with. So can you talk to us a little bit about the types of cases the general bench will see uh, you know, uh, in a, you know, in what different uh, areas family court deals with? 
Sure. I mean, uh, custody and visitation is a very large part of our practice in family court. So any individual, any family that's having, um, I'll call it a dispute, a conflict, obviously, with regards to who has legal custody of the um, children, who makes the major um, decisions, whether it be education, medical, religion, um, who they're going to live with. Um, you know, custody and visitation is a huge part of what we um, hear and deal with every day. Um, neglect and abuse. Uh, you know, the Department of Social Services is tasked with investigating any kind of um, neglect or abuse here in Onondaga County. And if they feel that there needs to be court intervention, then they'll file a petition. So then we obviously... Um, I don't think a lot of people realize this, but our goal is to keep the family together. It really is our first goal. And if we do have to remove the children, it's always return to a parent. Um, and even if we do have to return, we have to remove children. Um, I know for myself, we're always looking for family members um, to, instead of being in the foster care system, that, that's really important. Um, Support violations is something else that, um, you know, uh, family court judges have to deal with. So when an individual isn't paying their child support, they will come in front of the judge to see what kind of um, sanctions um, might be having to be put in place. Um, again, juvenile delinquents, adoptions. Adoptions probably are our favorite thing because um, most of the time people are leaving happy. Um, uh, guardianships. We do a lot of guardianships too, special immigra immigration juvenile um, guardians too. So we have um, a lot of kids that uh, might be uh, refugees or immigrants that um, we have um, come before us that want to be um, a status so that they can um, hopefully eventually become an American citizen. Um, I think that that's the major things that we deal with. So... You know, you, you kind of talked about uh, what you've wanted to try to, you, what you've done on the last 10 years and what family court is uh, going forward. What what are some of the things that uh, you hope to be able to to work on uh, if the voters send you back for a, uh, you know, for another 10 year term uh, this, uh, this November or when the voters send you back? Yeah. Um I'm, I'm really hoping that we can do a little bit more about um, uh, diversity in the court system and equity in the court system. Uh, we've worked hard in our juvenile justice piece, but I think we need to do that across the board. Um, we have a lot of work to do. Um, the court system, Onondaga, uh, we, the 5th Judicial District is working really hard on a um, access to justice, um, the Jay Johnson report. And um, I'd really like to continue to see what we can do to accomplish and um, work on some of those equity and diversity issues. Um, the other thing I really would like to do is more training for our court system staff with um, trauma and compassion fatigue. Um, I don't think that um, we do a, a very good job at um, training um, with regards to that. So those are the kind of the things that um, I think that we really need to work on. Many of our viewers may not know this, uh, but judges are actually pretty forbidden uh, from actually getting into specific issues. You've you've talked about generalities, and I, I, I like to mention that when uh, 
when I'm doing these interviews because we're not being, you know, in general uh, on purpose. We have to be because of judicial ethics. But we can talk a little bit about campaigning um, because, you know, family court judge is a countywide position. So this is not something that is, uh, you know, that is a, a small district level race, uh, you know, and, and and it's one of the largest, it is the largest, you know, area for, um, you know, people that are in Onondaga County. The only thing larger on the ballot uh, are statewide issues, Supreme Court and Congress. So, you know, these are one of the largest races on the ballot this fall, um, yet it's also kind of a, a not as well-known position. How are you campaigning? What are you trying to do to get uh, out to voters uh, this this year? Well, you had mentioned too. A lot of times, um, uh, judges don't you don't see them in ten you know for ten years. I made I really thought, and I think I have. I've made a commitment to stay involved in community um, events and community organizations, um, whether it be at events or quietly supporting, so that it's not you know you saw me ten years ago and then you're seeing me again. Um, I do a lot of stuff, in, especially in the city, um, supporting youth in organizations, um, but. So with the campaign, I'm going to continue to do that and go to events, get my name out, hopefully um, uh, talk to as many voters as I possibly can. Um, I'm doing meet and greets. Uh, we obviously do fundraisers too, but I think it's more important to do the meet and greets, especially in the towns. So we've been targeting different, um, hopefully, um, people that are willing to host me and, and don't know me as well as probably other people. And so that through word of mouth, they're actually um, relying on their neighbors who they um, value their opinions um, are saying, you know, when you go to the election, you know, vote for Julie Cecil. Um, and I think that that's, that that's important. And that's what we tried to do the last time. And that's what we're going to try to do this time too. Right. And, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, uh, you've been out there in the community you know, your entire life, but also continue to do it over the last 10 years. I'm sure there's a lot of like fairs that you're going to and yeah. festivals and parades, trying to meet as many people, uh, you know, as possible. When you're out there, what what are, what's the common response or what's the common misconception that you want to maybe, uh, you know, get out there on, on this program that, you know, people ask you and maybe you want to answer? Well, the, one of the biggest misconceptions is they think it's only citywide. It's not countywide. Um, and I, they're always like, well, we can't vote for you. And I'm like, no, I'm countywide. So yes, you can vote for me. Um, I know that the Cecils are known uh, for city politics, um, but uh, I am countywide. So I need for everybody to understand that, yes, they can vote for me. Also, um, any judicial judgeship um, is an important um, race only because you may not have to go to family court, court but your family, your friends, um, your neighbors, um, someone's going to end up coming to family court and that you want to make sure whoever is, they're going in front of hopefully is um, uh, passionate, uh, empathetic, good listener. And uh, I'm hoping that, you know, when I go out to these different events, um, I portray that. Right. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, that's the hardest part is that getting people to realize that this is, you know, I mean, the, the courts are 
located inside the city. I think a lot of times people uh, tend to, uh, um, you know, because of the location of the courts tend to look, think of Syracuse as the entire county, but really it's only one third of the county. And, 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 and you know, you're going to see cases from all over uh, just because it's centrally located. Um, so what do you think, you know, with this modern, you know, almost, you know, this highly focused, you know, highly, uh, you know, polarized political process, but the judiciary is always trying to be separate from that. You talked about that for the last 10 years, you know, you really haven't been able to do anything political. You're, you've been involved in a community, but when you're, when you're a judge, you can't be part of political committees, go to political fundraisers, uh, endorse in political campaigns. And when you're running yourself, you're, you know, running by yourself, you're on a party ticket, but you can't coordinate with other campaigns. And, and uh, so what, but, but we live in a highly polarized uh, society right now. I mean, at least that's what I'm saying. What are, you know, what are you doing to try to uh, remove yourself from that while you're running for judge? Well, I, I think I am trying to keep politics out of it. Um, and, and that's hard, I know, but um, I think especially for family court, um, politics shouldn't be involved. It really needs to be the individual and their experience and their temperament that you should be voting for. Um, and so I, I, maybe I'm repeating myself, but I'm, I, I keep trying to impress upon anybody that I'm meeting that um, they shouldn't be looking at the party line, to be honest with you, and that they should be voting for the person that they think is going to make um, uh, those decisions in the best interest of the family and the children. And uh, again, I'm hoping that I'm portraying that to anybody that comes across me. Um, and I'm not gonna get dragged into uh, the polarizing, I guess. I'm, I've really made a conscious effort not to um, to get involved in those different um, topics or um, things that might come up behind the scenes. So, you know, we're kind of getting towards the end. Uh, I, I like to kind of keep these short. <laughs> Most yep. people, uh, you know, are going to find out about you uh, more on the campaign trail when they're meeting you. But um, I always like to end with one, you know, kind of general question is what haven't we talked about today? Is there a pet project? Is there an issue? Is there uh, something you want voters to know about you, uh, you know, before we end uh, our conversation? Um, I, I love my job. Um, and I think that um, all my life experience, whether it be work or personal, um, you know, we have uh, three children that have all gone through the Syracuse City School District. We also have, um, I call him an extra kid who's been living us, with us for the last four and a half years. That has given me a, a, a new perspective also. Um, and I think, again, um, he was brought to us so that I could learn more from him, which was great. You know, my husband being a city court judge. Um, it gives us a big, per another perspective, but I really do love my job. I love the people that um, uh, I'm working with. Um, I'm passionate about making sure that the people that come in front of um, family court um, are heard. Um, 
and that when they leave my courtroom, they don't turn to their attorney and say, you know, what just happened? I want them to know, you know, what the plan is, what we're supposed to be accomplishing. Um, and, and I think in the end, I'm hoping that they have, um, again, family court's not always the, uh, the most nicest place in the world, but um, they've had a, a fair experience, a decent experience. Um, in pet projects, again, I'm going to continue to work um, uh, under this uh, Access for Justice um, and the um, Partnership for Youth Justice to hopefully continue to um, make progress to make the community safe, first and foremost, um, but also make sure that um, the youth and also our systems are um, making some changes, some really um, necessary changes um, for equity and diversity. And I think those are definitely things I want to continue to work with. I can't hear you, Dustin. Dustin, I can't hear you. Oh, see? <laughs> what is this? Two years into Zoom, and I'm still forgetting to turn my mic uh, on. But uh, Judge Cesar, I want to say thank you for coming on Zoom and Zarni. Uh, and uh, where can people find you on the web, on Facebook? Uh, it, you know, where can they find your campaign if they want to learn more about you? Uh, Facebook is a uh, uh, reelect uh, judge, um, Julie Judge Cecil, reelect Judge Julie Cecil. And um, if you go to the same kind of um, website, it's the same thing, reelect Judge uh, Julie Cecil. Um, that's where you can get a, a hold of us. Well, thank you so much again for coming on Zoom. And that was my interview with Judge Julie Cecil. Thank you so much for uh, tuning into Zoom with Zarni today. This weekend, I will be releasing a weekly walk uh, on the AD 128th. It'll be either Saturday or Sunday. I'm not sure exactly when that's going to release because it depends on my schedule. Because this weekend, early voting is happening for Onondaga County and New York State. So check that out. Um, and next week, my guest on Zoom with Zarni will be Alyssa Italiano. She is a current town board member running for her first uh, uh, election uh, this November. Uh, and we have a great uh, talk about town uh, offices and running for office. And she has to run for office several different years in a row. So uh, it's a unique situation. So I do hope that you tune in for that discussion. Thank you very much and enjoy your day. Bye-bye.